Hi there. Welcome to episode 170 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. The world of procedurally generated games is a big one, full of titles with wildly varying quality. Many disappear into obscurity, but some become legends. One such game has such a great run, it garnered numerous awards and even an official Castlevania crossover. Run around with your head on fire, because today we listen to the music of Dead Cells. Well, hi there, Matt. Hi there, Chris. How the heck are you? I'm, for the purposes of <laughs> podcast and radio, I'm good, Chris. How are you? Not so bad. Sorry, right. that's what I meant to say. Matt, how are you now? Oh, uh, good in yourself? Ah, uh, not so bad. <laughs> See, no, next season drops Christmas. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. No. I'm rewatching it now. No, it's such a... <sighs> It is. Anyways, yeah, it's a uh, tis tis the season to listen to the music of Dead Cells. <laughs> we were... <laughs> well, if you know, if you live in my household, it makes sense. If you live in my house, which you probably do, <laughs> <laughs> which would explain so many things. <laughs> no, we were supposed to do this uh, a couple weeks ago, actually, but I've been deathly ill. Of uh, our rescheduled for we rescheduled it for last week, and that's when I was absolutely dead to the world uh, i'm well enough to record now we're gonna get this out uh just as quick as we can so we're not gonna miss december and and then january is gonna roll around and we'll theoretically be mostly on schedule again but in between somewhere we're gonna take you to the hospital yes some yeah. sometime i'll make it to the hospital and maybe i'll stop coughing <laughs> you're propped up with rubber bands and sticks at the moment right yes indeed yes indeed cool. honestly Anything that's less back. Less because of the sickness and more because of this dog. I got a new dog, and he is yeah. so, he's so much dog. Like <laughs> he's a handsome boy, though. I'll tell you that. Oh my much. god, I, I love him to death. But like, I'm not used to have because my other dog is just a loaf of sadness, and <laughs> this dog is like, I'm a dog. Let's go. Like you're supposed to walk these things multiple times a day. What? Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 struggling just to get to two times a day because, of course, he goes in the backyard and plays a bunch, too. So I'm I'm convinced he's getting enough exercise because I just don't know that I can physically take him for three walks a day because my legs are going to fall. The f off. Oh, I <laughs> my Christopher. They, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. That's right. This isn't this isn't turning tracks. I can't can't say that. You'll have to bleep that out. I will. But like, seriously, I already my, did. My knees and my hips are like, whoa. Oh, this this is a lot of walking for you, young man. <laughs> <laughs> and not like just walking. It's power walking because he yeah. is pulling me the whole time. He's like, let's go. Let's go. I got things to sniff. I got things to pee on. Mm -hmm. He wants to decorate small bushes like Christmas trees by defecating on them. Such a strange dog. Anyway, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? Uh, you know, I'm good. It's the end of the year. I made it through another one. It's, it's, it, it's that time of year where I start to reflect on what I've done all year, and I don't know what it is I've done. So, I just come here and I do the show. So, and we appreciate that. It's what I appreciate oh, no. about you. Oh, is that what she appreciates about me? <laughs> We're just gonna turn this into a Letter Kenny podcast in three episodes. <laughs> Um, all right well we should get to yeah. work because you know we both have plenty plenty of work to do today so let's yes. let's get this let's get this much belated show underway matt yes sir hit us with some history 
thought you'd never ask. Dead Cells was released in May of 2017 for Windows platforms, and then in August of 2018 for Linux, Mac OS, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. It's what's referred to as a Roguevania, which is effectively a cross between a roguelike and a Metroidvania, which itself is a term that's a combination of Metroid and Castlevania. You guys know this already, though, so. Because you're all smart. In the game, you control a character known as the Prisoner. You have to travel through various randomly generated areas to earn new abilities, explore new locales, fight monsters, etc. Right? You get it. It's quickly become known as one of the best examples of its genre and has earned a considerable amount of success and fandom in the years since its release. The game's music is by Yoan Laulan, which I'm certain I pronounced incorrectly. As far as I can tell, he's primarily only ever worked on Dead Cells and its various extended content. But he is also credited for working on a game called Radical Dungeon Sweeper as well, which sounds like an excellent way to clean multicolored dungeons. <laughs> the name alone makes me want to. I'm going to look during the first song. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> like, I know you're probably Dungeon Sweeper probably refers to like searching for things. But I want to believe that it's a dungeon that's got like 90s. Like, it looks like the diner from Saved by the Bell, and then you just sweep it. That's what I want that to be. It says, Radical Dungeon Sweeper is a rogue minesweeper mashup. You have Excellent. to find your way to the exit without disturbing the monsters guarding the floor. If you climb down deep enough in the dungeon, you will find the holy relics. Bring them further down to improve the mausoleum's cure. Okay. Glorious. Okay, minesweeper. I'll take it. I'll take it. That is the one game I still to this day don't understand. Yeah, I think I got the hang of it once and then I moved on with my life. <laughs> oh my god. I know people obsessed with this game. I get obsessed with games too, but like Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> So, yeah, the, what's what's your history with this game? Why did you choose Dead Cells for, for this episode? The, the true answer is because when it was my time to pick, I was playing it incessantly. So I was most familiar with it. But my history with the game, I've been playing it for a while. Someone I forget, someone told me to play it. Like, oh, if you, if you dig you know, this sort of stuff, check it out. I'm a big Metroidvania fan. And so I thought, oh, okay. I didn't realize it was a roguelite roguelites tend to frustrate me to no end so i've stayed away from a lot of them like enter the gungeon you know the bigger ones too i stayed away. i just i don't know but i think what ended up happening was haiti hades became available and again i still don't think i had a handle on what roguelite meant and then i started playing hades and i was like this is a really good game boy this is frustrating i think the reason why i, I don't play roguelites is because i get frustrated and then i go harder I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to beat this. I remember playing God of War, the original God of War, a thousand years ago. I was trying to beat it on, like, extra hard mode or something. And there was this level, there was this port, part of a level where they just keep sending enemies at you in droves, and they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I must have played it for about three hours straight, and my then-girlfriend was like, like, I would, like, throw the controller angry, you know? And she's like, why don't you stop? And I'm like, why don't you shut up? You know? <laughs> I can't let this game beat me exactly so long story short that's my experience with roguelites in a nutshell so once i saw how 
how much fun they could actually be. Uh, I got back and, uh, you know, I, I downloaded Dead, Cell, Dead Cells and I was playing it for a while and I got frustrated and left it alone because I kept feeling like, I don't know, I don't understand this game. I don't know what the, you know, you're used to a game with a story, kind of linear. I don't want to say railroad, but kind of railroad. And this wasn't that. And, you know, I couldn't memorize where things were because it's randomly generated every time you start up. It's a, it's, theoretically a new game every single time but once i learned to embrace those elements like the whole thing opened up for me and i thought oh my god so this is an amazing game this is a lot of fun and then you know the completionist in you comes in you understand how the game works where you go okay i have to get these things to do this thing to advance the story to advance the game excuse me to get closer to an ending and so yeah once that became a thing it was great so like the first time i had played it i I, I didn't get very far. Picked it up again. I got a little bit further. And then this last time I was playing it, I like blew it out of the water. And I was really like having a great time with it and getting all these little power ups. I started to learn like the synergy between weapons and abilities and stuff and started really like doing damage to these big bosses. And, you know, so it kind of became like my, my front pocket game uh, for a long time. Everybody knows I just consistently play apex legends all the time every time even when it stinks like right now i always have that one player game in my front pocket and this was it for so long you know <laughs> and no and I, i'm not throwing you under the bus or, or shouting you out chris <laughs> had we done this when uh you know when we originally planned to i was still playing it i've since moved i've kind of slowed down and moved on to something else but this game is still fresh in my brain i'm, I'm probably going to go back to it after i finish up whatever i'm playing now and yeah, I just have a lot of fun with it. That's my history with the game. I know I didn't get it day one because I heard Roguelite and I was like, Pfft. so I've probably been playing it since, what are we in, 23? So I've probably been playing it since like 2020, maybe, 2021. Right. Yeah, I didn't get it at launch either. I thought it looked incredibly cool. Uh, yes. Right? I, I love the art. The art, everything about the visual design. I was like, this looks amazing. But then I saw, you know, the word roguelite and said, that's ah, not really my jam. I don't like right. those games, but it mm -hmm. looks so good. And then my friend Mike was playing and he said, this is amazing. You got to try it out. And after a long time, I did eventually try it out. I put, set aside a couple of hours to just sit and try and get into the game. And I started to understand its loop and I got that yeah. it was fun, but it still wasn't for me. At least it didn't click enough to, to make me stop wanting to play all the other things I was playing at the time and just abandon all hope and dive into dead cells. So, uh, I, I never really did get back to get back to it. Um, which is kind of a bummer because I really wanted to mess with that Castlevania content. So same. I think that's another reason why I got back to it. It was like, Oh, there's a Castlevania crossover. And I started seeing screens of like Alucard and dragon. I was like, it's kind of cheesy, but oh, it's, it's it's tickling me the right way. So, it it just seemed, I with that art style and the way the music sounds, like you know what the Castlevania crossover with this just seems like so much fun. Yeah, I I I'm I'm excited to eventually get to it, but I have a long way. I I kind of want to try and beat the base game before it just gets out of hand because I know one you know once you start introducing dlc and you know it's it's like board games if you if you buy a base board game and all the dlc and you try to try and start it's just gonna be so painful to understand because in the dlcs they eventually add new rules and things like that so 
maybe not for video games, but you know, you get different things that are different from the base. So like, I like to progress with the, pro the progress as opposed to just being like, oh, I got it all. Let's, let's load it all and figure it out. I, I don't know. Yeah, there's, it seems like there was a lot to it, it but it's, it also seems to play really well with its own lore. You know, like it's got, you know, you can only be so story driven on something like that but it seemed yes. like it was really, I don't know, it was interesting. It was a very interesting game. And as far as games like that, it's like that and Hades, I really want to make click for me. And I'm uh -oh. sure with enough effort, I will make that happen. Like, I'm going to get over that hump, and then, then it's going to click in my head and be like, okay, perfect. We'll do that. I, will, I don't, I don't want to get off topic, but Hades was a tough game, and I think I've beaten it twice. And then I talk to people who have beaten it like 30 and 40 times. And they're like, oh, how many times have you beaten? And I'm like, eh, you know, like two or three. And they're like, oh, okay. And like, why? They go, oh, because there's so much more story. And I'm like, how much more story is there? <laughs> I've I played this game like 60 times and I've only beaten it twice. Like how much? And they're like, there's more story. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. But like, th there's such good games that you go, all right, back into the breach once more. Yeah. <sighs> anyway I, it's, I, I just I, I i i almost miss having something that was that engaging of like that was how i i i say almost because that was how i was with both tears of the kingdom and sea of stars this year where it's just like i just need to play this again i just need to keep yeah. playing this game. no same with mario uh mario wonder i had three games this year that were just like could not i couldn't get my hands off of and horizon chase 2 almost did that to me and if i wasn't so tired i would be obsessively playing that one as well but because it's a racing game, you really need that requires a degree of concentration. Like you just mm -hmm. can't play that game passively. So that's no. the only reason I haven't been obsessively playing that one because I've been so exhausted. Yeah, I, I get that. The game I'm playing now, I, I, I've been playing it now, I think, two or three weeks right after Thanksgiving. It's called War Tales. I was just looking at it a few minutes ago. I have clocked 120 hours. Wowzers. Yeah, I have no idea where that 120 hours has come from. Honestly, so playing it in your sleep. Apparently, actually, you should. It's funny you should say that because the game is so quiet. I have fallen asleep playing it. <laughs> it. It's a tactical RPG, so I can totally pass out and wake up mid-turn. Like, huh, what? All right, let's get to business here. Let's start. Yes, let's sir. start listening to music. Uh, Matt, you can you can take it from here. This was your pick. You know the songs. Tell tell me what we're listening to. So the first track we're going to listen to is the title track from a game, Dead Cells. Its title is officially called Dead Cells. Enjoy.
That was the title from the game Dead Cells by the same name, Dead Cells. How'd you feel about that, Chris? I mean, it was really jaunty, high energy, uh, just real toe tapper. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. (laughs) Why is my sarcasm meter going off? Huh, must be broken. Anyway, proceed. Uh, No, I thought that was a, a, I mean, obviously it's very dour, but that's really the vibe that this game gives off. Like, at least just for its atmosphere, the game itself is, is, is pretty high energy. Um, And, Mm -hmm. uh, but, but the the atmosphere is because you're a prisoner, you know, it's this dingy dungeon that you're in. That's a fun, fun thing to say. Dingy dungeon. Um, (laughs) Talk about jaunty. (laughs) The jaunty dingy dungeon. Wow. Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. Great instrument choices, you know. It's a what's that harpsichordish sound? It just sounds like a yep. in the the. It sounds like you're in the gallows of a pirate ship or something. It's a it's good stuff. Thumbs up. <laughs> so uh, you're absolutely right. So I don't know if you remember the game. Well, actually, we're gonna. I guess we're gonna get into the next level. The next uh, track goes with the next level. But yeah, it's a very. I like the word dour. It's a very dour game, but beautifully created you know even like the dark and dingy parts are like gorgeous too yeah i think i think that's kind of reflective in the music um this song is certainly something like that i love its crescendo the building 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 and the the chorus or the choir the you know and the harpsichord is perfect to be like that lead instrument and stuff and i think i think a lot of the music in this game is built the same way because the levels are uh, as we mentioned, they're generated different every single time. So there's a lot of elements to the game that if you've never played it before can prevent you from hearing a lot of this music. You know how you and I have had tracks in the past, like the Double Dragon episode was a perfect example. You played uh, a thing that was like a menu that you would be on for three seconds and you don't get to hear all its majestic you know, wonder. There's some levels that you end up spending... 20 minutes going through because you're looking for something specific or the same level could take you two minutes because you're trying to get a, a, a time bonus, which allows you to get better weapons or, you know, whatever it is, right? Like the thing that really opened up for me and made this game great was the level at which I had to play, which is to say, what's my end goal for this run? Cause you do multiple runs, right? What's my end goal for this run? Oh, I'm trying to beat it so I can get a boss cell so I can get to the next level of, you know, whatever uh, difficulty because you have to keep doing that to get to the final level of difficulty to get the the finish, the end, right? Mm-hmm. Other times it's like, oh, I know I need to get this ability. Uh, so in order to do that, I have to do several different things. So you end up spending more time in the level. So there's certain songs here that you may only hear a, a minute of it because you zip through it and other songs and they're all beautiful. So the fact that you, you know, you listen to this one all the way through and it crescendos big, and then a lot of the other stuff is like that, too. You may not get to hear. So I think that was another reason why I wanted to do this, too. It has fantastic music. And also, I think because we had done the Halloween episode, I had thrown the cemetery level. You're not going to hear it in this episode. So if you want to hear it, go back to the uh, Halloween episode. But anyway, we're going to move on to uh, a song called Prisoner's Awakening. So once you start up the game, you basically, whatever it is, your essence is dropped into a, a meat sack, which is a prisoner's body. And that's where you get the flaming head. You rise up and you move forward. So this is the music that plays during that. You go through, I don't want to say shops, but you meet merchants that 
give you stuff to begin and then you go into the level which is the first level and you start to decide where you're going to go because much like a choose your own adventure book there are several pathways to getting yourself to an the end of a run so you know how you decide to do it is your your own business like i said if you've got a particular thing in mind you're going to try and go for a particular route so yeah anyway <laughs> here's prisoners awakening from dead cells enjoy
that was the prison. Well, it's just Prisoner's Awakening from Dead Cells. And that is the first bit of real music you encounter when you uh, start playing this game. I think it's absolutely beautiful. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I forget it's there. I actually have a big problem with music in video games is I tend to not pay attention to it, which is why I think I was I gravitated towards doing the show with you, Chris, because hmm. I was like, there's a whole element to video games that I'm just completely missing and it just fades into the background, which is odd because I'm a sound engineer and you think I'd be paying more attention to it. Hmm. I think it's the, I think I'm more of a sound effects guy now that I think about it. But anyway, it's such a. I personally think it's such a beautiful piece of music. That little, that guitar is bathed in enough reverb that it almost sounds dreamy. And I think that makes a lot of sense for, you know, the first thing you see, which is this essence, this, I don't know, what you want to call it, soul, perhaps, inhabits this prisoner's beheaded body. I do, yeah. It's very, it's definitely very invigorating. It definitely, it doesn't lose that kind of, dour tone that it the that the mm-hmm. uh the title screen music is kind of set into place but it also it, it's got a lot of movement to it the very heavy <laughs> percussion going on in the background it really is invigorating to make you want to keep moving and fight against whatever is keeping you where you are you know it's um it does such a beautiful job of of fitting the tone of the game but also just in being an extraordinarily enjoyable piece of music like it is very uh, just just sitting there, it was four and a half minutes long. I didn't care a, a wink. You mm-hmm. know, it's just like, yeah, keep it going. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, <laughs> I was looking at some of these songs, and I was like, oh, it's over three minutes. Oh no! But like, you're absolutely right. Like, it's so enjoyable that it it just it comes and it goes. Yeah, really, not a problem in the least. No, it's great, great song. Cool. Well, I'm gonna keep the train going. The next one we're gonna do is called Black Bridge. So, depending on the route you take, because as I said, there's several routes you can take once you get to the quote-unquote end of a level uh depending on how much dlc you have uh depending on how many boss cells you have depending on what kind of abilities you found and upgraded it determines the availability of your next i don't know endeavor right so in the beginning you pretty much just go to a place called blackbridge and blackbridge is the first boss you encounter um I believe his name is the concierge. <laughs> I, I love I love some of the little like tongue in cheek things. That's another thing about this game too. There's little bits of it that make it self aware. Yeah, it takes itself just seriously enough. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't just look really cool and play really well. It's got a great personality. Yes, and and of course there's they did a cross. So I don't know if it's a full crossover, but there's a a thing with Shovel Knight where you can get a what do you call it? Uh, a skin to look like a very tall, elongated shovel knight. It's kind of weird looking. I don't think, think that's the only one. I think there's actually several indie game crossovers yes. with this. There are. I just don't know them all. Uh, but I know for a fact the shovel knight one because when you load all that in, there's a, a sprite you can talk to. I forget what it is. Um, and Or there's like a, a tome you can interact with. And it basically tells you the tale of shovel knight. But in yes. such a way that's like, like it's a legend in there in that universe. So it's kind of, you know, I, I love the little nod. I love the little tongue in cheek. Like it's, it's cool, man. It's just cool. But anyway, Blackbridge, right? First boss you encounter the concierge. So we're going to give it a listen. Enjoy. Enjoy. 
that was Black Bridge from Dead Cells. And that was boss music. Yeah, it was pretty boss. Yeah, I love that track. I don't know. I like Periwinkle Bridge better, but Black Bridge is pretty good. Well, I've got nothing. All right. <laughs> Any excuse to use the word Periwinkle. No, that was freaking great. That was great. It was very dynamic. I like... Uh, it, it almost seems like it was like, all right, I think I've, I think I've got the, the hang of this song. I think I know what's going on here. Why is there still so much left? Oh, because there's more to the song. Wonderful. Which is funny because I think that's such a perfect metaphor for the game. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I thought when I was first playing it, I was like, oh, all right, I, I get it. I get it. And then you hit a wall and you go, no. And then you try and, you know, like a wave crashing on, 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 the, on the beach. You try and you do it again and again. And you like, ah! And then finally you get, oh. Oh, it's a car okay. racer. Here <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I thought it was a platformer. I was wondering why I was saving up blue shells. <laughs> yeah, so again, like, you know, I think I'm going to say this a lot through the episode, so I'm going to try and keep it to a minimum. Uh, composition, orchestration, instrument choice is just beautiful. Um, every touch of, like, reverb and delay is so skillful it's like it's it's not overdone it gives everything a sense and a purpose and a size which i think is fantastic considering the locations of this game uh, the areas you go through it's just so well done i'm just such a fan yeah i really thought it was a pretty wonderful music and i'm looking forward to hearing more so let's do that yes let's the next one's called the village so after you leave blackbridge uh, you will then set out on another set of little, I don't know what you would call them, I guess levels that, you know, again, have, once you leave a boss, you go to its next level, and that never changes. And then from there, you get two, one, two, or three new passageways out of that level. So you start all over, not all over again, you start the next leg of it. This is called The Village, and it comes right after Blackbridge. Let's give it a listen.
that was the village from Dead Cells. One thing I notice a lot about some of this music is that they're waltzes. It does very, it has a very sea shanty vibe. Yeah, well, okay. So this particular track is for a place called The Village, and The Village looks pretty much like a coastal dock shanty town. And they're the the enemies are very much like giant crabs, anthropomorphic crabs, and like pirates that are jacked up carrying cannons and stuff. So this is this definitely has a very seaside theme to it, this very particular landscape. So it makes sense that the music's like it. But like you'll get I I feel like waltzes are intrinsically tied to old, and old is what is used for, you know, spooky. And so I think that's playing on the tropes we as fans already have established through other, you know, media. But again, there's that guitar in there. I don't think it's a guitar, though. It might be a mandolin just played low as the lead and stuff. It's just beautiful. Just beautiful music. Yeah, this was a really stunning song. It was it's absolutely outstanding. I mean, it's not as good as The Village from Bubsy and Claws Encounter of the Third Kind. <laughs> but then again, A- what is? Apples and bricks, Chris. Apples and bricks. If you're going to if you're going to call your song The Village, you got to know what you're up against there, pal. No, I'm I, I couldn't be kidding. <laughs> I couldn't be joking more. As much as The Village is a a, a, a solid song from that terrible Bubsy game. Uh, this is really some next level excellent stuff. This is a phenomenal song, uh, and it 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 definitely gives me like kind of Pirates of the Caribbean esque vibes. Mm-hmm. Although definitely not the same vibe. It's like less uh, Disney, yeah, less Disney, less a uh, high <laughs> adventure on the seas. Um, yeah, I know. No wrong. one gets. I freaking hurt. love those movies. I freaking love those movies. Even when they oh, started, like, absolutely. As they as they started going downhill, it didn't even matter to me. I still thought they were really fun. I was what? just watching the f- parts of the fourth. I had already seen the fourth one, but I, I was watching parts of it over someone's house uh, just after Thanksgiving. And I was saying like, eh, this is probably the worst one, but even it's worst is better than some others. Yeah, true. Like you know as far mean? as like popcorn flicks go, they oh, never yeah. get, they never get bad. They're just like that first one was magnificent. And then, uh, Oh, no question. And then they followed it. Then they got really complicated following it up. And then after well, the trilogy yeah. was done, it was like, well, Jack Sparrow makes us some money. Let's keep that train rolling. Yeah. And then they did. And like, well, they were they were certainly movies. And yeah, they were movies them. by by uh, definition. They were movies. I have seen worse movies. In fact, I just watched oh, no that question. new Matrix movie. There's a new one. Yeah. Matrix oh, Resurrections the, from like that's last right. year or something. I yeah. bother. Again, not a terrible movie, but. Very pointless. <laughs> Cash grab. Anyway, we're going to move on to uh, a level that I actually do have a bunch of experience with. I mean, all these levels I have a bunch of experience with, but more recently because the route I'm taking has to go through this area just because of the way the game is designed. You have to do this first and then that and then do this and then you can get here. The level is Toxic Sewers, and I hate this level. <laughs> So we're going from a Bubsy song to a Sonic Spinball song. Awesome. <laughs> yep. I lied. This isn't Dead Cells at all. What you're actually hearing is reimagined interpolations of 
<laughs> Bubsy and Sonic the Hedgehog music. Sorry, Sonic Spinball was Toxic Caves, not Toxic Sewers. But it was a sewer level. <laughs> I lied. This is Dead Cells. What you're listening to is the music from Dead Cells. old. here's Toxic Sewers. Now you got me messing it up. Here's Toxic Sewers from Dead Cells. Enjoy.
That was Toxic Sewers from the game Dead Cells. And just hearing that music brings on frustration and anger. Because <laughs> <laughs> I find that level has some of the most obnoxious enemies in the game. And then you get to later levels and you find that there's more obnoxious enemies. I, I find all the enemies in this game obnoxious. <laughs> not, a, not a one of them is like, Oh, I'll fight a thousand of these. Now they're all obnoxious in their own right. I uh, I can't really attest to it. I had given up on the game far before uh, far before this. I I'm ashamed to say. However, I really liked that little bass line in the middle there. Mm-hmm. Like it's all all very atmospheric and you know a, a tad repetitive, but not necessarily in a bad way. Just like all right, I see where this song is going, and then just it just kind of whips up that little bass line for you, like the little upright bass sounding thing. This is, <clears throat> This is good stuff. Good. Well That's done. Well of, done, Dead Cells. Well done. <laughs> That's kind of the central theme, if you will, for the game is this. It, you'll hear it in a lot of places. Um, so, yeah, in this, for a lot of the time, it shows up as that bass line. And, yeah, I absolutely I love just that single sound. That bass alone sounds perfect. So. It does. All right. Moving on. This is a level that I'm grotesquely familiar with because I've been hunting an item here for I don't know how long. Just amused by the phrase grotesquely familiar. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, when I tell you the name of the level and what it means, you might go, well, all right, that makes sense. The, the level is called Ossuary. O-S-S-U-A-R-Y. And what does that mean? Chris, I'm glad you asked. It is a container or a room in which the bones of dead people are placed. Okay. So there's a whole like if you're playing the game and you're you're paying attention to like the loading screens, they write little factoids about the place you're going to. There's a whole, you know, connective story in giving you these little factoids. It makes the game feel like it's in an actual place where one thing leads to the other. One place has a purpose that leans on the others and so on and so forth. So basically you're in a prison. You start off in a prison because you're a prisoner and you quote unquote break out of the prison and you start to go through these areas that one leads into the other. And so you end up in the ossuary. Like I said, I've been searching for this one particular item or this ability, I should say, that will make traversing the game that much easier for me. But I don't think I have enough boss cells that it becomes available yet. So I've spent a lot of time in the ossuary just kind of floating around looking for the thing and I can't find it. So grotesquely familiar with the ossuary. So I would have called it the bone zone, but I guess ossuary is a good name too. Chris, the the show is listened to by children. What? (laughs) This is ossuary from dead cells. Trying to erase that from your memory. Enjoy. (laughs)
That was the ossuary from Dead Cells. And I'm going to let that fade out into the background as I talk over it and I have a creepy soundtrack. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. This level's design, I think, is absolutely gorgeous. Each time you finish a level, you end up going to kind of like a rest area where you, depending on the uh, difficulty, you can replenish your health and purchase upgrades to any weapons you have and, and so on and so forth. And then it allows you to, you know, go up to a door or a hole or whatever and interact with it. And that is the lead into the next level. I've always loved the lead into the ossuary because you go from like this, um, I don't know, dungeony, towery, stone kind of facility. And it's always a hole in the ground that like it looks like this red gore is just has been vomited up from it. And it's like it I got to say the lighting effects of this game are gorgeous, too. Like, it's really, like, dimly lit, so it's nice and creepy. It's just cool as hell. And then the level is just more the same. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah, um, this one, it struck me as vaguely nondescript for a lot of it. Um, it could just be that I'm extremely, extremely tired. But I did enjoy it, much like I'm enjoying everything else about this. It's, it's so atmospheric, you know? It's so yeah, just wonderfully put together it's it, all the weird creepy percussion things like nothing's really hitting in weird places or anything like that it just sounds like it is it's got a very unsettling nature to it that i really i'm really enjoying yeah i tend to want to stay away from atmospheric music because it can be kind of similar to the ossuary where it's like eh, okay there's nothing really to grab onto the way you grab onto like the melody of something and you go, oh, it's such a great lead or whatever. Right. But this game definitely like knocks it out of the park with atmospheric. But it also, in my opinion, combines that, you know, it's I think it's true to the Metroidvania where you get some atmospheric stuff. You think of maybe like newer Metroids and then. You know, the Castlevania series as a whole is just phenomenal soundtrack, you know, after phenomenal soundtrack. So I think they, the um, composer did a great job of kind of marrying the two. Less is more where it's necessary, and then more is more where it's necessary. All right, I'm going to stumble saying this because I, I would just, my brain would read it as conjunctivitis and move it on, but it's not. It's conjunctivius. Conjunctivius. Sure. Someone out there is just cursing right now yeah Con conjunctivious yeah conjunctivious i like that better this is another boss that once you get through like the sewers and the ossuary get a boss battle it's a giant eyeball yep giant eyeball that's such a great name for it for a giant eyeball. i know hey, i know uh, here's here's some interesting uh, uh trivia for you how did the band pink floyd get their name i'm not sure how did they get their name, Chris? Pink Floyd was actually named after Roger Waters' best friend, Floyd, who was uh, cursed with a chronic case of pink eye, otherwise known as conjunctivitis. Huzzah. It's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rock fact from Alley, but anytime I see the word conjunctivitis. <laughs> Somehow or another, you got to work Alley into a conversation. I see you. I can't not. I, I get it. Anyway, here it is. I'm not saying the name again. Boss Battle from Dead Cells. Enjoy. 
That was Conjunctivitis from Dead and Cells. You'd think that a boss battle song would be like maybe just a little epic. Like they really couldn't make it even vaguely epic. That's sarcasm again. Extraordinarily epic. <laughs> I know. Actually, that boss is one of my favorite bosses to fight too. Um, it's it's a giant eyeball that takes up pretty much two thirds of your screen, <laughs> and uh, you know you're the little guy running around platforming and stuff. And um, I like it. Be I love the design of it. It's got like some chains on it. I think with the first time you approach it, it's actually chained to the wall, so it can only move around but so much. And as you collect these boss cells, which makes the difficulty increase it loses a chain or two and at some point it's just free floating and it and moves around you know and that's the other thing too is the bosses get more attacks so like your first encounter with them you know you learn their patterns like an old school game and you think ah whatever and then the next time you're like uh okay i, I see he's, he's fighting a little more ferociously and then the third time you fight him you're like oh wait a second where do these new attacks come from and it's moving more free it's it's a fantastic game definitely love the level it's not a level really it's just kind of a room but i love the design of it I love the boss. I love the fight. I love the music. I love everything about this. Yeah, um, I, I can't really speak to the boss battle itself. I do find it absolutely hysterical that there's a giant eyeball uh, called conjunct conjunctivius or conjunctivus or yeah, Fred. Sure. Uh, I just think it's old think Fred. It's hilarious. Uh, but the, yeah, the music itself is just so appropriately like with the, the chorus and everything in the background. It just kept building and being a well, it was it was lovely, and I was scared. <laughs> Wait and see, see the monster. Anyway, we're gonna move on to a level called the Prison Depths. This isn't a place I go to too often because I actually I really hate the monsters here, and die once and it's right back to start. And you know, you collect souls, which unlock things to help you do better uh, along the way. If you pick up a blueprint and you die with it, you don't unlock it. You have to find it all over again whether it's blueprints for weapons, shields, armor, whatever, new outfits, you you lose it and you have to start all over again with it. So it's it's a pain in my tuchus. But the music, however, fantastic. Anyway, the prison depths, dead cells, enjoy.
that was the prison's deaths from Dead Cells. And uh, I think a lot like some of the other music, some stuff that we're not listening to in this particular episode, it has a nice plodding pace to it. Again, that waltz is there, right? Which I think for a lot of people can be unsettling (laughs) for all the reasons I mentioned before. But it also marries it with that, again, that beautiful like mandolin guitar. You get some of that harpsichord in there that you mentioned uh, in an earlier track. And it just comes together so well. Yeah, it was, again, with the waltz, you know. Um, but I, 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 really don't, I, I really don't know what else to say. I mean, it's, it's, it's very reminiscent of everything else that was happening. It's been happening so mm-hmm. far on the soundtrack, which is just like, all right, here's another great song. Enjoy. <laughs> it's, I, I, this one, I don't really know what to say specifically about it. It's just, it was... What, what was the... This, this was... What was this area? The prison's depths. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's exactly creepy enough, but you know, moving enough to keep <laughs> you wanting to move uh move through a level like I, I don't know. I just I, yeah. I like it, it it's okay not to know, Chris. <laughs> no, but you're right. Like we're just we're basically just going to sit here and say the same things over and over again. The soundtrack's fantastic. Like what? I wouldn't have put it across your plate if if I didn't think so and and to the viewers or listeners in this case. Same thing like I mean, there's like, I don't know, 20 something tracks, 26 tracks to the original uh, soundtrack, not uh, the DLCs that include Castlevania and stuff. So if you're digging this, go out and check it out, man. Um, That being said, we'll move on to the next uh, area, which is Clock Tower. Any standard dungeon, Castlevania, Metroidvania should have a good old Clock Tower, and, and they have theirs. I actually really like this level. It's a lot of fun. There's a couple of different, like, you know, as it generates, you get, you know, different builds and stuff. But I think um, it's just a lot of fun. A lot of, you know, jumping and climbing, which, you know, reminiscent of the early Castlevania stuff and, and so on. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Clock Tower, Dead Cells. Enjoy.
That was Clock Tower from Dead Cells, and I think it's spot on. I love the use of the gears and the, the clock mechanics to open and close the song. I think they even actually exist in there as well, the, the, the thumping of the, the gears, the thump. They exist in there as well, like behind some of the drums and stuff. I think I, I love the level, and I love the music. Fantastic. Uh, so n- not having the the connection to the level, I did like you know you said clock tower and it starts off with like the kind of clicky noises and that's that's fantastic, but there was a certain point like that kind of like uh, it this one has a very western feel to it and like this really feels like a, a very spaghetti western the way those uh, the guitar hits mm. are and like with the very uh kind of open sound like I was getting a real western cowboyish vibe, but also yeah. when that kind of like trilling. And almost like a flute uh, trill that was going on during the middle of it. It made me think of like an eighties adventure movie for some reason. Like I was getting so many different vibes from this song and they were all meshing together brilliantly. It was this, this track was just especially wonderful. I, I, I loved this one. You know, uh, now that you say that, that's definitely what I feel. I, I kind of popped back into it, you know, gave it a quick listen again and immediately wherever I dropped my, my playhead, I heard it immediately. Like it's very um, Maricone, who did all the spaghetti westerns with Sergei Sergei Leone. So I definitely get that the the chorus going on and the strings and the the driving guitar, like you said, that's awesome. That's great observation. And that will bring us to the last song we're going to listen to. It's a song called "Formerly Known as Assassin." In reading the name, I couldn't remember where this came from, so I had to do a quick search, and I, God bless the internet because it came up. Very first thing, the song appears when you fight the boss that comes right after the clock tower, and he's called the Timekeeper. But the song is called Formerly Known as Assassin. Apparently, the Timekeeper, his, it's, I, I can't tell if it's male or female, say, its storyline, their storyline, tells that they used to be known as the assassin. So this is, again, another element of boss music in this game. I do appreciate that this game has multiple boss musics because Chris and I do loves boss musics. So here we go. Formally known. Formally no? Formally known. Okay. Formally known as Assassin from Dead Cells. Enjoy.
I was formerly known as Assassin. This game does epic really well. It really, really does. What I love about the bosses is how much bigger than you they are. Like, if, let's say, you're a six-inch sprite, they're, like, nine to 12 inches tall, and they're, they're big personalities, too. All the attacks are massive, you know, like, screen-covering massive at some points, depending on how deep into the game you are, right? I, I love this boss battle, but <laughs> it, it comes with the caveat that I believe the timekeeper is a bastard, and I, I'm sorry to say that because it's hard. It's a hard fight, right? This is probably now, if you're doing it, I think if you're doing it your first run, I want to say that the timekeeper is probably your third boss battle. I can't quite remember the original order of things, but it's tough, and they're fast. They, they throw chains that capture you and draw you in like Scorpion. You get hit with um, you know, ninja stars. They teleport. It's, it's such a pain, but the design of the room is great because you're at the clock itself. You're on the inside like a big bend you know, with the glass, and it's broken, and everything's messed up, and the clock is there. It's gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. I, it certainly sounds like it. Um, I, I like how the boss music is all so much larger, too. Yes. The the ones that are, seem to be about exploring an area have, have so much more air to them. These are almost like they're using the same kind of degree of um, reverb and stuff, but there's so much more happening that they make them sound so much more claustrophobic. They're just extremely well. It's just an extremely well-designed soundtrack. and. Yeah, it's making me want to find the time to dive into Ooh. more of the game, you know, but you know, who has that kind of time? <laughs> well, I don't know, but I found 120 hours to play War Tales. So <laughs> that you did. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, if you start playing again, please feel free to ask me anything. Will do. And that's our show. What a show it was. And what a show it was. Last one of the year. Yeah, it yeah. is the last one of the year. Wow. What a year it's been. Yes, indeed. We're going to leave you, as we often do, with credits music to Dead Cells. I've heard it a couple times because it's a game that's a loop, and you beat potentially the final boss, and then you get sent back to the beginning to raise the difficulty level. But every time you beat that quote-unquote final boss, you get roll of credits, and obviously everyone who's worked on it and so forth. And it's a very beautiful piece of music that I think sending you off on will be a wonderful thing to do. To send you out on your the ends of 2003 and usher in 2004. That constant loop, huh? Hey, how'd he do that? Matt, you're like 20 years off. <laughs> what did I say? You said 2003 and 2004. You know what really sucks about that? I was 100% <laughs> committed to it. And you in my were... head, I saw the numbers correctly. But out loud, I said I'm wrong. I'm leaving it in. I don't care. Anyway, bye-bye 2023, hello 2024. And with that, we should decide what our next episode is, right? Because it's my pick. Uh, we, uh, we're not quite ready for the Wave Back Awards. There's still more planning to do. We're probably aiming for them for February. So for January, to kick off the new year, I have decided that we're going to be listening to uh, one of my favorite soundtracks uh, and one that uh, I think doesn't get the recognition it deserves, and that is the soundtrack to Donkey Kong Land for Game Boy. <laughs> All right. 
nice uh, nice chip tunes to keep you warm in the, the cold January month. I'm excited, uh, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun to listen to. And with that, uh, that's going to wrap us up. We here at the Waveback Podcast are incredibly grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can. We have a couple of ways you can do that. There's the Geekade Discord channel in which we have a Waveback chat, where we frequently discuss all manner of stuff relating to video game music and whatever our next episodes are going to be. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com. And while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. Waveback and other Geekade podcasts are made possible thanks to the Geekade Patreon page. There, patrons can get access to a monthly podcast topic and recording schedule, get early access to most of Geekade's shows, including this one, and more. And if you've enjoyed our podcasts over the years, please follow the link in the description and give it a look. We appreciate it. Finally, as always, be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. Matt, thank you for bringing uh, the, the lovely music of Dead Cells to my attention. Uh, I will be hearing loud drums for the rest of the day, well, no matter what. Uh, so we'll, this, here's the credits music. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.